If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hey, welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge, the first and most listened to radio program covering all of the news in healthcare reform beyond just the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare or whatever you want to call it, um, because looks like we're going to be having a, a, a health care reform 2.0 here shortly as a result of all of the news that's been happening coming out from uh, presidential appointments, such as HHS Secretary Tom Price uh, nominated a member of Congress from Atlanta, Georgia, chairman of the House Budget Committee, somebody that really has an understanding of the inner workings of how all of these things work, in particular Medicare and Medicaid. And Medicare is going to be the subject of today's program. As soon as I give you a couple of moments to talk, as soon as I take a couple of moments to uh, tell you my thoughts on this nomination, because this is breaking news. This is the biggest news of the week that I have seen in that they have nominated the two people that will be charged with undertaking any other health reform efforts. Our topic today, do seniors have options as to where to get their Medicare Part C and D coverage? This is going to be a fantastic episode. You're not going to want to miss our guest, Stuart Slonen, who will be coming up here shortly as we uh, dive into these issues and uh, as as we approach the end of open enrollment, which is just down the road in about a week or so. And so if you are a a senior looking for help on Medicare. This is uh, an episode you would like to pay attention to. You would also like to pay attention to the confirmation hearing and process that happens with HHS Secretary Tom Price, an orthopedic surgeon, member of Congress for, for quite a while now. The image that keeps sticking out in my head is the image of him uh, standing on the steps of the Capitol uh, ripping up the Affordable Care Act. But then news comes out this week that any repeal effort is going to take up to three years on the ACA. What's what's really going to be important is to pay attention to what happens to the Medicare program because Dr. Price, being a physician, is familiar with Medicare quite a bit from both a healthcare practitioner standpoint, but then also from a policy standpoint. Again, he is chair of the House Budget Committee, so you have an idea. And I, I think you need to have an idea how much federal tax dollars we're talking about. We're talking about a trillion-dollar budget. And this is something that uh, as we go down the road, and we've talked about on this show many, many times about all of the crazy things happening in healthcare, all of the um, things that you should be aware of, um, it, it's going to be important to, to see how, uh, how the process goes, pay attention to the questions that he has asked, and uh, we will have more on Dr. Price on our on our blog. Let's bring in Stuart Sloan in here to uh, get down to the topic of today's conversation. 
do seniors have the option as to where to get their Medicare Part C and D coverage? Uh, I think this timing of this subject, Stuart, is 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 perfect, especially given the nomination. How are you doing today? And, Good, John. Uh, how are you? I, I'm doing great. Uh, who is the senior marketplace? Uh, who is who is the senior marketplace subject to Medicare in 2017? Well, um, as as far as 2017 is concerned, we're looking at 58 plus million, almost uh, 59 million seniors. And again, uh, Sean, as you you set up, uh, uh, you know today's show, <clears throat> we're talking about seniors in the workplace and what their options are. But I'll also acknowledge, as you set up today's program, that the individual Medicare marketplace ends on, uh, you know, choices, uh, ends on December 7th. And then the open enrollment season for uh, for employees, regardless of their age, uh, certainly ends shortly before Christmas. So we're right in that, that, uh, that final time zone here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, great um, timing. So... Um... So the uh, the so who so uh, to review uh, Medicare Part C choices in the workplace, uh, Medicare Advantage versus Medicare Supplement. Uh, some listeners might have had those conversations before. Can you give them a, a little background about what that all means? Sure, sure, happy to. Um, <clears throat> I guess there are questions when a senior, uh, particularly, and we're we're talking about working seniors now. Uh, when they they have to figure out what their choices are, uh, based upon what their employer is going to offer or not employer uh, or not offer, um, <clears throat> they have to figure out what their actual needs are. Um, uh, do you need better coverage? Uh, you know, in addition to Medi- than Medicare can give you. Uh, you know, how will what's being provided to you? Uh, how will it take care of gaps with your doctor and hospital? Um, uh, are you a person on on a fixed income? Uh, do you travel? Uh, do you have chronic illnesses, which obviously you know needs to be attended to? Uh, so there's there's a couple of ways that you can do this, and uh, you have uh, Medigap policies. Uh, this way, you can buy extra uh, insurance that's designed to pay a lot of what Medicare does not cover. Uh, that's called Medicare Supplement Insurance, uh, also known as Medigap. The other choice is uh, Medicare Advantage. You can sign over your Medicare coverage to private companies like an HMO or, or a PPO and trust that the company uh, to hopefully do a good job of taking care of your medical needs. Okay. So those are the choices. Sure, sure. On that Medicare Advantage, um, and I think some people might have heard about it, and um, we've heard a lot of news recently about um, privatization of Medicare. Uh, is Medicare Advantage an example of that? And um, do you think programs like Medicare Advantage might be expanded on in the future? Well, actually, it's going the other way. Um, one statistic uh, that just came to me uh, this week uh, is that according to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, Several Medicare Advantage carriers across the United States are terminating their Medicare Advantage plans at the end of this year. Uh, So actuaries have projected uh, more than 242,000 Medicare Advantage members. They'll lose their Medicare Advantage coverage at the end of this year. Wow. So this just came out this week then? Yeah. Wow, okay. And 
that that's interesting. Is is that because of uh, some of the changes in the ACA to Medicare Advantage, or? Well, yes, it is. Uh, in other words, the uh, the subsidies um, that were provided to that program uh, that ended in 2014. So what you're seeing is the the final aspects of profitability or lack thereof. And just as what's happening in the under 65 marketplace. Medicare Advantage carriers are taking a look at at the premiums they've received versus what they pay out in claims and seeing that portions of that block of us are just not profitable. And as a result of that, that's what's creating uh, this removal from the marketplace. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Interesting news there for sure. It's kind of also interesting with uh, the mergers that have happened too, because I think uh, Medicare Advantage business was a part of some of those mergers. So, yeah, it certainly was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyways, back to um what we were we were talking about. We were talking about um options for working seniors uh as far to where to get their coverage. And uh let's talk about an employer. Uh what are some things an employer can or cannot do? Well the employer can retain the risk, uh, you know, make it part of make the Medicare population part of their overall group coverage which means that the coverage is the same for seniors as it is for uh, folks under 65. Mm-hmm. Um, they, can, uh, they can offer the choice of Medicare Advantage or supplemental programs, or they can offer no choice and let the senior uh, employee shop on their own by giving them a, a stipend. I see. I see. Well, um, what do you think is, uh, is the best for, the, for them right now? Does it depend on the business or the organization or...? Well, it you know it it, it depends upon uh, the you know the employer firm mm-hmm. in terms of what you know what its uh, profitability is in terms of retaining those kinds of programs. Right, right, right. Okay, all right, great. Um, final question. This segment, um, talking about these Medicare Advantage hospital networks, um, how do they stack up to Medicare supplement usage? Well, that's an interesting question. Uh, the Medicare Advantage, uh, you know, hospital networks uh, really have come under fire uh, because you're you're having less and less of them, you know, uh, you know, in a network. <clears throat> On average, Medicare Advantage plan networks included about half of all hospitals uh, in their in their counties that they operate in. Most plans, about eighty percent, included an academic medical center in their network. Uh, but one in five did not. Right. Two in five plans in areas with a designated cancer center did not include that center in their networks. And almost 25% of Medicare Advantage plans uh, had broad hospital networks. About one in six uh, had narrow or ultra-narrow networks. Uh, among HMOs, which comprise the majority of the plans, broad and narrow network plans had similar average premiums and similar quality ratings. Like creating networks uh, of providers is one of the strategies that insurers use uh, to control costs and manage the delivery of care. But narrow networks limit consumers' access to certain providers or increase their costs for care if it's obtained out of network. And that's what we're seeing more and more of. Well, and I just saw the New York Times article. I don't know if you saw the same one where it was about uh, just surprise medical charges. And we just did a show about that a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago on these hospitalizations. Somebody 
getting a surprise medical charge because they were on a work event and and got sick and had to go to the yeah. ER, but it was out of network. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that. That's one of the last uh, items uh, in in uh, today's discussion. Yeah, so we'll get to that in a little bit later. We're up against a timeout, Stuart, so we'll mm-hmm. we'll get on to the next topic in the next segment, which is helpful employer tools. Uh, something that that is important. I think these uh, conversations, and especially as folks are um, beginning to uh, age and work longer, and um, I think uh, the things that happened to the financial markets several years ago uh, has caused people to work a little bit longer. Having these conversations with your employers employees is important, and so we'll get into some of these helpful employer tools when we come back. If you'd like to um, learn more. Uh, about America's healthcare challenge or Edie Bellis or how uh, you can have some of these conversations. It's really simple. All you have to do is go on Facebook and like America's healthcare challenge, and we will get these segments with you. Thanks to Joe, Phil, Grady, Brady, Matt, and Nate for liking the page this last week. Hope to see you liking it this week. We will be back right after this. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomeninatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. You work hard, scrape and save for years and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know health care. Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more More than 1,000 people helped into Obamacare so far. We can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more and sign up today. You've seen the movie Father of the Bride. When it comes to weddings, there's enough to worry about. Consider the Omaha Press Club as the venue for your baby's big day. With memberships as low as $15 per month, rentals are free for members. And we have an executive chef who will design the perfect menu for you. Click omahapressclub.com and our event coordinator and wedding planner will contact you for a zero-obligation consultation. That's omahapressclub.com. The Omaha Press Club, where you belong. Listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Subject of this week's episode Do seniors have options as to where to get their Medicare Part C and D coverage? With Stuart Sloan, and I am Sean McGuire, and we are Talking about helpful employer tools this segment. Got any other ideas, Stuart? 
Yes, actually, I do. Um, the first uh, that we're seeing, and and not only is it having a positive effect on the under 65 marketplace, uh, but also the over 65 marketplace, uh, is a robust wellness uh, suite, and that includes uh, telemedicine uh, with 24/7 uh, doctor access, diagnosis and treatment, you know, anywhere, anytime in the country. Wellness management with program credits uh, that in some cases would go into either an HSA or an HRA, a prescription drug locator and saver, a shop and price procedures, which is something that seniors do a lot, and a Medicare provider locator uh, in their zip code uh, you know, area, as well as health management uh, content, you know, libraries in terms of looking up information about procedures that they're getting ready to go under. Uh, what about uh, care coordination? Would that be one, too? Well, that would be a part of it if it's built into the into the group plan, yes. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, what about um, some of these problem areas that uh, employers and employees are experiencing? I referenced last segment the New York well, Times let's, article. Yep, let's let's cover just the, the last two items there, Sean, which I think are important. That in senior shopping and looking for the things that they need, transparency sites are extremely important. Uh, for example, colonoscopies and mammograms uh, are the most shopped for health services. So the question comes down to, okay, where do seniors go to look, you know, to find these things? And there are a couple of things that that jump out. Um, Besides the Medicare.gov area, which is the first obvious one, uh, you have LeapFrog uh, is another source. Um, uh, Fair Health, a consumer website. Medibid is another site. Uh, consumer Reports, the Kaiser Family Foundation uh, tracking polls. All of these are areas that consumers, uh, particularly seniors, can jump onto uh, as they contemplate you know, services that they get ready uh, to use. Mm-hmm. And one Rx site, uh, which is uh, particularly useful, particularly today, is goodrx.com, mm-hmm. uh, something which has very wide usage. Yes, something that's important to pay attention to is their drugs, that is for sure, because uh, those things are constantly changing. Um, what about the use of funding accounts to support working seniors? Yeah, that's very important. Uh, and seniors... Uh, since they've aged uh, into an area where they can no longer make contributions to a health savings account, hopefully in their younger years, uh, if one of the options in their group uh, group benefit was an HSA-type plan, that they funded their HSAs. And this is where they can use some of those dollars, obviously, to take care of their out-of-pocket expenses. Uh, they're still entitled to fund uh, and have a, a flexible spending account, and they're also entitled to have a health reimbursement account. So those three or four areas are extremely helpful for out-of-pocket costs that are no longer deductible unless they are in excess of 10% of their adjusted gross income. And that's very important in terms of where to get help with these funding accounts. Mm-hmm. Very important strategy, uh, given just what we covered Last time we spoke, which was um, the amount that seniors spend in, in health care, I don't think they are aware uh, a lot mm-hmm. of times of how much they should have budgeted or set aside. Very so, much so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Okay, so let's move on now to um to our next area, which are problematic areas for coverage. Yeah, they and, are. And um, you saw that article I referenced last segment on the New York Times again about um people having network problems. Uh, let's talk about some of those things that could happen and and what they should be aware of. Yeah. Um. The one major area, and Sean, you and I have talked about this in in uh, three previous um, uh, you know shows, is something called observational care, and it particularly hits the Medicare age uh, employee and patient. Uh, there's a new Medicare law that requires hospitals to notify patients that they may incur huge out-of-pocket costs if they stay more than 24 hours without being formally admitted. Um, it's been talked about. It was actually completed during the summer, and uh, uh, seniors will begin to see this in writing. Uh, it's a mandated new federal law that will go into uh, go into effect in January. Uh, observation uh, hospitals have been keeping patients in observational limbo status for fear of being penalized uh, by Medicare for inappropriate treatment. Uh, well, now under the new law. The, mo- the notice must be provided to each individual who receives observation service as, as an outpatient or even as an inpatient at a hospital for more than 24 hours. And, you know, be, if they don't do that, obviously the, the hospital facility can be fined and the, the patient is subject to thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. Hopefully the new law will preclude that from happening because everybody's going to be put on notice now. Wow, interesting, interesting stuff. Um, a- anything else to add on that topic? Not on that topic, but the next one is probably just as serious, uh, and again, something uh, people are not aware of. How would you like to be a senior patient in the hospital, uh, and all of a sudden you're roused out of bed at night or or whatever in the early morning hours and told uh, it's time for you uh, to get up. Uh, you're going to be discharged, you're going to a nursing home, or you're being discharged. Uh, patients have a, fi- a, a, a final fast, what's known as a fast appeal, uh, under the Medicare Quality Improvement uh, Organization law. Uh, and people don't understand how fast-track these things happen so quickly. Um, and there's a new law which has gone into effect uh, that they can appeal uh, this this ruling and get a disinterested uh, physician uh, to take a look at their actual status uh, and and uh, you know jump in in that uh, situation and protect their interests. Right. That is that the two midnight rule or something like that. Yeah. Yes, it's the new. It's uh, another one of those new laws. I mean, the, the two things we've just brought up, Sean, uh, you know, this is something that your listeners have to be aware of because they do have rights. They need to be aware of the fact that these kinds of appeals are available and that the providing organizations now are required uh, to take care of their appeal appeals. Uh, otherwise, they're going to be sued. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there... Where would be a good place for people to get more information on something like that? Uh, probably uh, on the state uh, insurance um, uh, sites in, in every state. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay. And that would because uh... remember, every state has for the Department of Insurance has a patient uh, consumer advocate department. Right. That should be their first place to go. You know, whenever there's a question. Okay. That's good to know. That's good to know. Check out the consumer advocate department within your Department of Insurance. Uh, up against another timeout here, Stuart. Um, mm-hmm. Any other uh, comments before we uh, take a timeout and get into our next uh, topic coming up next segment, which will be Medicare Part D coverage in the workplace? Just, just a quick comment. These things are going to get more serious in 2017 because the bottom line in everything that you and I have discussed, particularly as it affects the senior marketplace you want, is dollars. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And uh, there is a, a lot of dollars involved, that's for sure. And uh, we will uh, be right back with uh, Stuart to, to talk about, we're going to spend a, almost the whole segment on our topic next segment, which will be Medicare Part D coverage in the workplace. We've got a, a bunch of uh, thing that, things that we would like to cover for you. By the way, I just uh, shared that. Uh, I just shared a, a post on our Facebook page. Go check it out. And uh, I will be posting some of these articles on that page that we have been referencing, as well as these segments. It's called America's Healthcare Challenge. Just check it out. Got to type it in, hit like, and you will get into our syndication of content all about all of the changes in healthcare presented by ed bellis and their website is edbellisinc.com this is sean mcguire here stepping aside for a couple of moments and then we'll be back taught taught give uh, the folks out there who are employed needing uh, assistance with medicare more answers we'll be right back Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomenandatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Take control of your company health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click self-funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs. You worked hard, scraped and saved for years and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation at ed bellis we know healthcare. looking for the most exclusive club downtown the perfect place for your next dining experience event or work outing is the omaha press club with an amazing view of omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator what are you waiting for click omahapressclub.com to learn more 
Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. And welcome back to the show. Great to... Great to hear you. See ya. I can't see you. I wish I could. But if you want to see me, check out uh, healthreformexplained.com, and you'll see a, a smiling picture of me, and um, you will see my latest column, which is breaking down Secretary of HHS Tom Price, which we talked about earlier in the show. But we're joined with Stuart Solnan because the theme of our show today is do working seniors have options as to where to get their Medicare Part C and D coverage, and the answer is yes. But uh, let's talk about Medicare D coverage in the workplace, Stuart. Um, Sean, let me just jump in here and say to you, I've been in the business, the employee benefit business, for over 40 years. This segment of the marketplace, working seniors, and the growth in that segment is probably the most serious uh, in terms of financial challenges moving into 2017 and, and beyond uh, that we really face, uh, you know, today. Um, the population is growing at about 3% a year. Uh, and for ongoing growth in Medicare, baby boomers are increasing those numbers. Uh, so it'll be uh, 21 million uh, over the next 12 years. The number of Medicare beneficiaries in 2025 will be 40% higher than it was in 2013. These are no small financial uh, liability areas, uh, Sean, than what we're talking about right now. Because, again, seniors take multiple amounts of medication. Uh, You know, they've got to make financial decisions where to get it. Uh, And if we're talking about seniors in the marketplace, uh, you know, it's it's a very big uh, decision that they have to make today. Definitely. Definitely. And... Like I said, it's uh, it, and you said it too. It it is one of the fastest growing segments out there, and so these are important times and important conversations. Uh, so let's get down to this Medicare Part D coverage in the workplace. Lots of things uh, to talk about here. Um, well, what are employers currently doing with the uh, prescription drug benefit in their group plan? Um. <clears throat> Most employers are choosing to fully insure their prescription plans. Uh, Only a very small percentage of the employers still offer one or two-tier prescription drug plans. Most offer four tiers or more. Uh, Many more of them today are moving to five tiers because of specialty drugs. Uh, Employers continue a steady move away from copay-only prescription models. Most employers utilize a combination of copay and coinsurance. Uh, the majority of employers are moving to a single deductible for medical and prescription drugs. Uh, separate deductibles are quickly becoming a thing of the past. 
So as employers continue to utilize cost containment strategies, the shift most of that cost to employees. So it's imperative that employers continue to educate the employees on the benefit coverage they have, their drug coverage options, the plan specifics, uh, and of course the overall wellness and preventive measures and how by using some of them uh, will help in terms of the the reduction in costs of their prescription uh, utilization. Hmm. Wow. Okay. What? A, how are they working with their PBM to control their costs? Well, um, what they're doing is they're they're holding their pharmacy benefit managers, you know, feet to the fire mm-hmm. uh, in terms of uh, the drugs that are used, uh, the number of tiers that are used, uh, and the and the management uh, of of uh, specialty drugs, uh, and especially the high cost specialty drugs, you know, within the pharmacy benefit management formulary that's being provided to the the uh, the employer. Okay, there's a lot of. Uh, do you, do you think there's a? All right, let me. See. Do you think people are educated enough about how all that stuff work, and do you think they? do a good enough job uh, working with their PBM to control their costs? Um, well, I, I guess you you need to push that back to the employer in terms of is the employer forcing the PBM to provide enough educational materials so that the employer knows what his or her options are, how to use it, uh, and, and how to help to reduce you know the cost of those drugs. Because the thing that working seniors need to understand the fact that that prescription drug benefit is equal to or benefit or, or better than uh, Medicare supplements and or Medicare Advantage plans, they don't have to worry about donut holes. It's the same plan design as the under-65 uh, folks have. So as a result, that they really need to better understand at their age how these plans work and will help them. Right. Definitely. How are the ERS, ERs, I guess, um, controlling high-cost medications in their plans? Well, <clears throat> what they're doing is they're identifying, you know, what those uh, those drugs are, the specialty drugs, and working on a on a coordinated management system with their with their PBM in terms of how to help you know employees in terms of the utilization of, of those specialty drugs versus the rest of the drugs that are on their formulary. So they have whole departments that are assigned to uh, care coordination uh, and the use of, of you know, high-cost drugs uh, for chronic care patients. Okay. I've known that because I've seen that myself in working with several different PBMs, including ones that we're currently working with right now, Sean. Okay. Wow. Interesting. I'm learning a lot uh, right now. What are the top 10 most costly trends or costly medicines out there? Well, it may surprise some people, but uh, these are household names that they that they would recognize Um, from Valiant Pharmacy, uh, the the uh, diabetes drug uh, uh, Glumetza is one. Pfizer's Lyrica is another. Uh, Gilead Sciences um, uh, Harvoni for uh, for hepatitis C, uh, and Mylan 
uh, drugs for you know, the famous episode and what happened with EpiPen and the pricing for EpiPen uh, mm-hmm. this past year is almost legendary. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question more specifically, Sean, the the top uh, drugs is Harvoni for hepatitis C, uh, Revlimid for cancer, uh, Sovaldi for hepatitis C, uh, Copaxone for multiple sclerosis, uh, Gleevec for cancer, Humirapen for uh, rheumatoid arthritis, uh, Tesafidia for multiple sclerosis, uh, Renovila for kidney disease, uh, Extandi for prostate cancer, and Lantus Solostar for diabetes. Hmm. We're talking about billions of dollars. The top one I, I started with, Harvoni, starts at $6.3 billion in sales. The last one I mentioned was $633 million of sales. And, Sean, we're talking about this year. A year they're selling? This year, yeah. Uh, Top 10 drugs this year looking ahead into 2017. This is no no small change here, Sean. No, that's a lot of money. It's like Pablo Escobar money. They're selling drugs, (laughs) too. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's um, wild. And you... You brought up the EpiPen controversy. We uh, did a show all about that. Uh, it's on our SoundCloud page if the listeners want to check it out. But mm-hmm. uh, the, And these are those specialty drugs. A lot of yep. these are those specialty drugs. The problem with specialty drugs is the fact is many of them are administered in a doctor's office. So you have the doctor's professional charge as well as the cost of the prescription Obviously, they get it uh, at a discount sent directly from the drug manufacturer because they're the provider of that drug. So they they increase the cost of the drug because, again, they're, they're going to sell it on a retail basis, plus their professional uh, fee. So in one case, there's a female drug that's taken twice a year, and uh, and that's $1,000 per shot. Jeez. That's an awful lot. And... um. What if you mess up the shot? I'm sure that happens sometimes, too. Well, again, it's it's what's known as physician's liability, Sean. Oh, yeah, that's true. But the Humira pen, those are self-injected. Yes. What if somebody messes that up? It's an awful lot of cost. Yeah, it's a lot of cost on the patient's uh, yeah. part. Um, well, how are the health insurers tying drug prices to outcomes? Well, what's happening is that, for example, when a, when a major insurer uh, they'll get a, a discount price for a particular drug. Uh, and if that medication doesn't help patients as much as expected, uh, they step up to a, a broader push to tie the cost of drugs to how well they work. And so what will happen is uh, their their medical staff uh, at the home office of these insurance companies determine its effectiveness at the end of a year, and they make determinations as to what to do as they put together the next year's formulary. Mm. Okay. So it's going to change on a year-to-year basis. It'll change on a year-to-year basis based upon the effectiveness of that particular drug. And normally about 90 days before the end of the year, when they get all of the claims reports and effectiveness reports in, as far as utilization is concerned, that's when they'll make their decision for the next plan year, particularly uh, Sean, we're talking about the employer marketplace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, one of the fastest growing segments is working seniors. So this is mm-hmm. important stuff. Okay. Well, uh, any other final thoughts on this segment, which was Medicare Part D coverage in the workplace? 
No. Uh, these are the important points, you know, right now, uh, you know, uh, you know, which way to go in terms of what an employer is offering, uh, the, the cost of their prescription drugs, the fact that they're going to get the under 65 pricing because it's group, uh, and, uh, and, and how to look elsewhere beyond what the employer provides if they need to, to do some uh, research. That sounds good. All right. We're going to take a time out here, and then when uh, we come back, our final segment of today, Medicare reforms, what has been proposed. There, certainly a, uh important topic, especially given the fact that uh, Seema Verma is now the no- been nominated also this week to head the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Pretty active in the state of Indiana, and... Uh, it will be interesting to see what uh, reforms are proposed, and we're going to take a look at some of them when we come back. Again, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge or Health Reform Explained is where you can find out more about this informa- more about this topic, and uh, we will be right back. Looking for the most exclusive club downtown? The perfect place for your next dining experience event or work outing is the Omaha Press Club. With an amazing view of Omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator, what are you waiting for? Click omahapressclub.com to learn more. Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more than 1,000 people helped into Obamacare so far, we can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more and sign up today. Hiring employees, complying with regulatory changes, and so on makes it hard to focus on running your business. Let Simplify HR Solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click SimplifyHRSolutions.com to learn more. You worked hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to E.D. Bellis I- INC.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know healthcare. Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. And welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Talking about do working seniors this week, uh, do they have options as where to go to get their Part C and D coverage, uh, whether that's through their employer? Do they have uh, employer tools out there? Uh, we've covered some of those things. We've also talked about 
conversation, observational care, hospital discharge problems, some big topics that are important. Last segment, we talked about Medicare Part D coverage in the workplace. This segment, we're talking about some Medicare reforms that have been proposed. And I said last segment, Seema Verma has been nominated to be the new head of the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Uh, do you see uh, new things coming out of the administration? Well, again, I, I, I think if there is uh, some thought of, of a lot of work being done in the Medicare and Medicaid area, uh, I think people are going to be disappointed. I think that's going to uh, be done over a period of time. And you have to understand from a political standpoint, the things that the Republicans would like to see done on the opposite side of the fence uh, waits a lurking Chuck Schumer uh, who's who's uh, you know who's ready to oppose anything that remotely uh, would shake the trees in terms of uh, Medicare. So I think uh, the new administration is going to have to go slowly. Uh, you already started the today's show uh, by setting up that it's going to take uh, at least three to four uh, you know years as far as the uh, rep- full replacement of Obamacare. Uh, and the things that uh, you know that are important in that in that program, and you've discussed pieces of that you know before with me. So I think when it comes to Medicare, which is our discussion today, I think the expectations there are going to be large. Uh, the reality is going to be much longer than what most you know folks uh, expect. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and uh, uh, you you said it, uh, it. It it will be quite a battle if there are. Any, any changes? It's a difficult issue politically to touch. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. But the, there needs to be a conversation that needs to be had because, and there a, will be. Yeah, I mean, they they need to fix some things. So it will be interesting to monitor that. And then the the Seema Verma, I think, um, one of the uh, they they uh, she did an, a lot of experiments uh, with Medicaid. So it'll be interesting to see her thoughts on Medicare through the confirmation process as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, how will uh, the 2017 open enrollment season affect working seniors? And how much time is there left again? Um, for for the individual marketplace, it's December 7th, which is, you know, less than a week away. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, shortly before Christmas, generally is the end of open enrollment season at employers. You know, where seniors, along with everyone else, have to make their benefit decision for 2017. So for each of them, you're looking at less than two weeks here. Okay. Okay. Well, they need to be making their decisions then, don't they? Yep. Hopefully, uh, you know, we we will have helped with uh, some of the items we've been discussing, Sean. So, so how does this season, time of the year, affect working seniors? Um, again, the pressure is on them to make decisions, uh, tough decisions, financial decisions, uh, but it's what's on the table. And again, as we said earlier, what the employer is willing to do uh, for that age group, you know, either, uh, you know, make that as part of the regular group risk, uh, offer them a choice of Medicare Advantage or supplement plans, uh, offer them no choice and give them a financial stipend to go out and shop and or whether they'll provide a funding account mechanism so that whatever decision the senior makes, there'll at least be a mechanism there to offset some of their uh, out-of-pocket expenses. Mm-hmm. 
which are growing too. Yeah. And people don't really take those into account. So mm-hmm. it's important stuff. Any other uh, any other top on that point? Number nine. No, no, not not really. Um, I think as we look at uh, go into uh, back up to number eight, uh, there's something called MedPAC, which is Medicare Payment Advisory Commission annual report to Congress, which was just given to Congress in June. So the change that they have proposed is using competitor pricing to set beneficiary premiums for Medicare, uh, Medicare's new framework for paying clinicians, uh, which will go into effect in 2019, develop a unified payment system for post-acute care, Medicare drug spending uh, in a broader context, uh, much of what we just covered, and Medicare Part B drug and oncology payment uh, policy issues, and improving the Medicare uh, Part D prescription drug program and improving uh, efficiency and preserving access to emergency care in rural areas, and telehealth services and the Medicare program. So uh, that may be something the federal government will take on, as opposed to uh, having employers consider that as part of the group plan. Right. So these are all the things that have been proposed as of this June uh, in the, the MedPAC report. I, we used to get those reports when I worked on Capitol Hill, and I've read those. It's a good resource if uh, you're really wanting to learn more about Medicare payment reform because they mm-hmm. uh, they are supposed to report to Congress. That it was, I think, the Medicare Modernization Act might have created them right in right. 2003. That's correct. And so, really smart people on there, and they are do regular co- conversations with the policymakers. So mm-hmm. glad that you brought that up. Um, and how about our final topic of the week? Um, how will working seniors be able to maintain their Medicare choices going into 2017 and beyond? Well, I think they're safe for uh, 2017. You know, that much we can agree on. I think when you take a look at the fact that Medicare Advantage, uh, the program funding, uh, stopped in 2014, the demonstration uh, uh, program funding uh, started, uh, stopped then so that uh, how they've been able to maintain those plans was by uh, how financially effective they were. I think that's really a question that's out there, you know, to be decided. Uh, I think what's going to happen, I think the pendulum is going to be able to to be switched. Uh, seniors are going to take a look at their choices and realize that it, in addition to regular Medicare uh, and, and the government paying, uh, you know, for Part A, and since we're talking about working seniors, they need additional help for the at least a 20% out-of-pocket where to go. I think the pendulum is going to swift, uh, uh, shift pardon me, from Medicare Advantage plans to Medicare Supplement plans. And I, I think as the Medicare uh, age uh, grows between now and 2025, I think many more of those folks, from the statistics I've read, uh, that's the direction where many of them are going because they want certainty at this stage in their life. They want to know that rather than a network, if they if they want to go for or have to go for treatment anywhere in the country, they know that any hospital or physician that accepts Medicare, uh, they'll be able to be treated without having to worry about network, network access. Mm-hmm. Right, definitely. Um, any final thoughts to it? We've got about a minute left in the show. 
Well, uh, you know, it is our hope, yours and mine, that uh, seniors will take some of this information that we've tried to convey, uh, look at their choices, make wise financial choices uh, for themselves and their family, and we provided enough information to allow that to happen. I think so, and if they'd like to learn more, uh, we will be putting all these segments on uh, our website, healthreformexplained.com. And uh, they can also check out our SoundCloud page. So, Stuart, thanks so much for joining us here on the show. Hope you have a great. Happy to be here. Hope you have a great week. You too. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. That was Stuart Sonnen, president of Sig Consulting Limited. Uh, Stuart uh, can be found uh, their website, uh, Renaissance Captive Solutions. Just give them a Google, and you will find them. Who is Seema Verman, Trump's nominee to head CMS? That is. The final thing that I'm going to cover in our time together, she was essentially the uh, head of the uh, Healthy Indiana Plan, which was a pilot program uh, created in Indiana under then-Governor Mitch Daniels, which was a consumer-driven, directed Medicaid program. You hear the term uh, skin in the game an awful lot. Uh, they This program um, makes uh, co-payments uh, necessary for folks on Medicaid to uh, receive uh, health care services as opposed to no co-pays and, um, and among other things. And so it will be very, very interesting to see her confirmation hearings in the Senate Finance Committee. My old employer, uh, don't miss it that much, but uh, sure enjoyed my experience there and uh, really like it, sharing that experience with you here on the show. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a fantastic week, and we will see you next time. Stimulating conversation. This is News Talk 1290. K-O-I-L. Omaha.